Welcome to another episode of African Couch Potato, the mashup. In this podcast, we talk about all things film and television, specifically in South Africa as our main focus. Then we'll go to the greater continent. And then if we really, really, really have to, we'll go abroad and look at US-based movies, UK-based movies, even your K-dramas. But really, the focus is on pushing what is local, what best resonates with black excellence, and what we feel is moving our industry forward. In each episode, we cover three things. The top five titles to watch. This is basically me giving you a recommendation of what you can check out for that week. These will be on your different streaming platforms. They will be on the likes of your Netflix, your Showmax, SABC Plus, DSTV Now, etc. And it's just basically what I think is worth watching at that particular time. It is by no means to say that once we have done a top five list, you can't watch anything else. In fact, by top five just means top of mind for that week, not like the the best things ever to see in that week. Then the second segment is the review, where we review series or a film that has come out in the past four weeks or just under four weeks. So it's basically something that is fairly new and fairly recent. I give you my opinion about it, why I like it, why I don't like it. Definitely encourage you to watch everything if you have the time just so that you can also build your own preference of what you like watching or what you don't like watching it is by no means gospel what i'm saying it is an opinion i have a criteria where i look at certain things some of them might be a bit technical others are just a feeling to say did i really vibe with this or not then the last segment is a throwback to properties or titles that are older than five years or have been around longer than five years it's things that i feel are worth re-watching going back to sitting down for a nostalgic experience um, but also just because i feel like they were very nice everybody i know has got a favorite movie of all time so these kind of fall into that grouping of favorite movie of all time I just have a lot and that's why I can make a recommendation or a suggestion every week because I watch a lot of TV and now because of streaming platforms, I also watch a lot of content and it's easier than sitting down for scheduled appointment viewing at 8pm for example to catch up on your favorite series or telenovela or soapy. Now literally with the click of a button you have access to quite literally the world. Up next, my top five on SABC+. Plus. Before we get into it, what is SABC+. Plus? SABC+, Plus is South Africa's newest video and audio streaming services. The reason I say audio streaming or mention audio streaming is because the SABC, South African Broadcasting Corporation, is the national broadcaster, which means they also have radio stations. So, unlike a Netflix, they have put their radio stations or content from their radio stations onto this platform. Similar to your Disney Plus and to the DSTV Now app, you can watch live TV. So say, for example, there is a soccer match, you can log on, or you can go to www.sabcplus.com, or you can download the app and you can click live TV to watch the games for free. So that's one of the biggest selling points. The reason I want to bring it back to a streaming platform that I'm very excited about is because there's local content that we grew up watching that you can't find anywhere else, anywhere else. So yes, you would have um, 
Netflix, which buys quite a lot of local productions, Prime. In fact, any kind of big or popular video streaming platform, once they move into a territory or a country, they will try to build up a library or database from that country so that they can keep the locals happy. And then they'll give the rest of whatever their offering was. With SABC Plus, there's things on there that the other bigger, more popular streaming platforms were not able to acquire yet. First one being Yizo Yizo. So Yizo Yizo is available on Netflix, but SABC Plus was the first one to give you all three seasons for free. So now you're watching something that you like and you don't have to pay for a subscription for it simply because the broadcaster is trying to do their bit for the world. Second one is the original Shaga Zulu series, which features Henry Trele. With Shaga Ilembe, the new one coming out, a lot of people have been looking for the old or what's deemed to be the original Shaga Zulu series. This was set, I think it was in 1986, but definitely in the late 1980s. It's more in-depth, and the reason that the original series is more in-depth than the new Wa Shaga Ilembe is because back then it was portrayed as almost like a biopic. So you have one, I think he's a governor, who has to basically report on his findings back to his boss who is in Cape Town. So that style of writing made it more of like a history lesson than what we're seeing now. What we're seeing with the new Shaga is a celebration of Africa's greatest warrior. What you're seeing with the original Shaga Zulu is more accurate. It's more of a history lesson. And it's basically for you to find out what the real Shaga Zulu story is. And then you can come to this new Shaga Zulu and just enjoy it or celebrate them rather. The third one is called The Estate. The Estate is a telenovela. It launched in 2020. It's on its third season. Number four is called Mbao Reloaded, Always Rise. The thing with Kanye Mbao is that you will talk about him whether she wants to, to, or whether she doesn't want you to. She's become one of those controversial figures that are always a draw card. So it's now nice to see how she lives her life or what a day in the life of Kanye Mbao looks like. And you can see all of that on Mbao Reloaded, Always Rise. And then the last one is Side Dish with Tuson Petu, again, Refilo Madumo, Matepo Maleme, and Joanne Reneka. So that's really what I'd recommend you to start watching if you're new to SABC Plus or you've never heard of it before, because like I said, it's still very new. Not a lot of people know about it but it's free. So you don't have to pay a subscription and you still have access to some good properties and some not so good ones. Under review in this podcast today is a film called Nope. Nope as in no, no ways, uh-uh, nope. I had really high hopes for this one because it was written, directed and produced by Jordan Peele. So Jordan Peele did one called Get Out, which was in 2016. Get Out is a great movie. It is smart. It is a conversation starter. It has a brilliant cast. And it was a storyline that we have never seen before. It was basically this guy who goes to a ranch or to a farmhouse. And it's set back in the days of slavery, although it was just the end of slavery. So you have white people bossing black people around. He gets there and then he realizes that the helps, the house helps, or the people who are helping around in the farm are not fully in control of their actions. So towards the end, you realize that there's something greater at play. Um, and it's almost as if these people are trapped 
in their bodies and there's a controlling force that governs them to do their daily task. And that's why it's called get out because you literally have to break out of your own mind and then you can run away from the farm. From that, I thought that this one was going to be interesting. They were advertising it everywhere. You can catch it on Showmax. But it's really the weirdest thing that you will watch. The story progression is very slow. It loses you some of the time. It took me about four sittings to finish it. And it's less than two hours. But my mind was just... It couldn't focus for that long because everything was all over the place. To give you context, there's two kids who are out on a ranch, which is where they stay. They lose their father to a mysterious presence that's in the sky. They then dedicate their time to trying to figure out what is in the sky. So as a viewer, you kind of know what it is. Um, they also know what it is, but you always wait for that confirmation. Is it what you think it is? And that's basically the plot of Nope. It stars Daniel Kaluuya, I might be pronouncing his name wrong, who was the same star that was in Get Out. So again, you have Jordan Peele, you have Daniel, you think you're going to have not a sequel to Get Out, but something on the same level. And this one is not really that. In fact, it was a bit hard to rate because in his performance, this is now Daniel. He seems to be bubbling under throughout the film. You can't tell if he's angry if he's stressed or if he's scared. You have Kiki Palmer, who also gives the most confusing performance of her career. And by confusing, I don't mean that you can't tell if it's good or bad, but you just don't know what she's supposed to be. You don't know how she's supposed to be. So it's just a very complex character. It's like they really, really, really overcooked this. Everything up until the last 30 minutes seems like a waste of time, but you have to soldier through the first hour and 20 minutes in order for you to appreciate what happens at the end. So don't think you can skip to the last 30 minutes and you'll have a fun experience. You have to sit down. In fact, watching this movie was literally like trying to lose weight. It is painfully slow. You keep giving up, um, but because you want the results, you keep trying again and again, day after day, until you finally reach the end. To say this film drained my brain is an understatement. It is so frustrating that by the time you watch the credits roll, you you're exhausted, you know? But having seen the end, you wonder if maybe that's what Jordan Peele was trying to achieve, that level of frustration. I had to take a break when I finally finished it just to like calm my mind down. I needed a shower. I wanted to sit in silence. I wanted my brain cells to grow back. And it wasn't even that deep. It's not a complex plot. It's a very simple, very straightforward, whatever you think it is in the beginning of the film is what it actually is at the end. But how they got there is like, yo, like it's like scenic route upon scenic route. But the ending, I suppose, justifies the means. And because of that, it's a 7 out of 10. Again, my rating does not suggest whether or not you should watch something. I always encourage you to watch whatever's out there. But this one, even though it's like it's, it's scoring so high, I mean, 7 is decent, you know, but... You, oh, like you really, 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 really need time and you really need to commit yourself to it. And I'm even tempted to say, avoid it, but don't, you know, rather do it, know what it was like to go through it. And then you can offer your input or let me know if I should change my rating. Up next, we're going to go to A Golden Oldie, which is a film that I feel like is worth rewatching. 
And this one, even though it features uh, cast members from South Africa, was interestingly set in Botswana, which is one of our neighboring countries. Our golden oldie this time is one of the most romantic movies that I have seen. It's called A United Kingdom. And it is the story of how the Prince of Botswana married a white British woman and had to juggle both his marriage and the resistance of his people towards it. It stars David Oyelowo, who was born in the UK, and Rosamund Pike. And they take on the roles of Sir Siriti Kama and Ruth Williams, respectively. The reason I mentioned where he was born is when you put together the cast members, you realize that you have Vuti Kunene from South Africa. You have Donald Mulusi from Botswana. You have Abina Ivo from Zambia, Arnold Oseng from Uganda. So it's basically like the best of, it's almost like um, a United Nations conference where they took the best of every country and then they put it together to make this one epic love story. Unfortunately, like um, some of the golden oldies, you're not going to find this on Netflix, on Showmax, on Prime, on Disney+, Plus, on DSTV. I've tried looking for it. Um, I struggled. In fact, up until this point, I still don't know where you can find it. But if you do find it on a legitimate platform, you can let me know. The quickest way to get in touch with me is to go directly to Instagram at African Couch Potato. You can DM us, you can follow us, and you can share information of where you found it so that the next time I can come back and let the listeners know where they can access it or rather where they can watch it. You can share the content that we are posting on there and you can let me know if you want me to review anything. Lastly, on this platform, once you've listened to three or more episodes, you have the liberty and opportunity to review and rate me to let me know if I'm on the mark or if I'm not on the money at all. And that's it from me, Juno Shadile. Until next time, keep it safe, keep it real, and always stay warm. <laughs>